Hi, welcome to Cover Your Eyes. This is Holly, and I just wanted to hop on here and let y'all know that Sarah and I had some technical difficulties when we were recording this week. We're not sure if it if the guys from The Omen cursed us, but Sarah and I have decided to take a breather. Instead of scrambling, we thought, hey, why not share a Patreon episode uh, with you, dear listeners? We really have fun recording our after parties. And for Ghostbusters, our after party was all about spectrophilia. Ghost sex. So if you are interested in the ins and outs of this wild lifestyle, join us. All right. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Holly. Today, for the after show, we could talk about ghost sex. <laughs> Let's do. I never knew it was a thing until I saw Ghostbusters and ghost blowjobs. And um, Dan Aykroyd's underwear. <laughs> Do you have any other experiences with ghost sex or like, have you had any stories or what do you know? Tell me what you know about ghost sex, AKA spectrophilia. I feel like there's been other movies where like a woman experienced ghost sex against her will, but I don't remember what. And then actually there was a show that I watched. It's on Hulu or something. And it's called, um, I can't think of anything. My brain is fried. But it's a funny show. And it's about this guy who like just wakes up with these powers of seeing ghosts. And then he's always having to help them like solve their mysteries. Mm-hmm. Do you know it's mm-hmm. it's funny? I love it. It's that like cute chubby guy. He's hilarious. What's his name? Tyler something. I can never remember the name of that show, and I am always trying to tell people to watch it. You know, I like the first, like, is it one season or two seasons? But then I feel like it just gets into a lot of shit jokes. Shit? Like, actual mm-hmm. shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely better in the beginning. Um, the first season is perfect. I know, it's so cute. Um, but in that show, his friend does get a ghost blowjob. At one point, because his friend goes along with him to one of the hauntings and there's like a teenage girl haunting her upstairs bedroom or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so at the time, I didn't realize they were like channeling Ghostbusters. Yeah. What's the name of that show? Can you please? Or what's the name of the actor? Give me one or the other. Deadbeat. Yeah. It's called Deadbeat. Yeah. It's a good show. Watch it, mm-hmm. you guys. Yeah. He's hilarious. So you never had any ghost sex? I never personally had any. His name's Tyler Labine. Mm. And then his friend who gets a blowjob is named Rufy, and his real name's Andy Jackson, or Mm. Brandon Jackson. Anyways, (laughs) that's my closest experience. (laughs) I feel like, because, you know, I... I'm like totally nerdy with ghosts and I watch like a lot of ghost shows and I love like 
um, my ghost story where it's people who are like telling the real ghost story mm-hmm. and sometimes they have actual footage and photos. But mm. I feel like on those shows, I've heard stories of people saying that they had like ghost sex, but mm-hmm. I don't know the credibility of that. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Um, well, I've never had any ghost sex that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. However, I have had times where i woke up having an orgasm okay yeah and that, that was a ghost well that was i ghost don't sex. see i don't think i never interpreted it as ghost sex i just <laughs> thought it was me having a wet dream <laughs> girls don't have wet dreams it's only boys for girls it's ghost sex <laughs> <laughs> Surprised you didn't know that. <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> oh my god! Well, do you want to hear a little bit about spectrophilia? I do. Well, not only does it mean having sex with the ghost, but it can <laughs> also mean getting turned on by the thought as a philia. Getting mm-hmm. turned on by the thought of having sex with a ghost. Oh my god! Now it I don't takes know. all kinds. It really does. And it I, really does. I don't know how you would role play this, but if anybody out there role plays <laughs> spectrophilia with a partner, please let us know how to do it because I'm very curious. Yeah, I want to know. Like, are you picturing like a Caspery ghost, or like a classic sheet ghost, or like a Civil War ghost? Like, what are you? What is your ghost fantasy? Mm-hmm. How does that work? Historically, ghost sex was frowned upon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! In the Bible, it's in the Bible. In Genesis. Speaks of a time when spirits were coming into the human realm and impregnating women, human women coming into the human realm. This is in the Bible. It's in Genesis. Oh my God. I didn't, I spared you the quote because it was long and meandering. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something known as an incubus. Oh, that impregnates women. Okay, but here's if we go back farther than Genesis, uh, we have the Zohar, which is the Hebrew mystical script mm. of which the Kabbalah is based off of. So, in this book, there's Lilith. And Mm -hmm. she is Adam's equal partner. They were both created from clay Mm -hmm. and animated by God. And she decided... Claymation? Yes. (laughs) God. They were both claymated. (laughs) And they... And she was like, I don't feel like having sex with you, Adam. And then he like got really pissy and God got really pissy. She flew off and she took up with some demons in the desert. 
when she took up with these demons, they impregnated her and all of the demon babies became the succubus and incubus. Oh my God. I've always heard these terms, but I never like knew this story. So succubus is the female version and the incubus is the male version. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is insane. I mean, wow. Now you might, now here's something interesting about Lilith is that she's actually her origin free. The Abrahamic religion story of Lilith is she's basically um, Ishtar Astarte, also known as goddess Babylon in the book of revelations. That goddess is a goddess of love and war Mm. and is also associated with the priestess temples of being a whore. So you're, you're basically, you're a whore in the temple Mm -hmm. and it's a sacred, spiritual, highly regarded position in society and basically what happens is that as a priestess you receive the men that come in to the temple to have sex with you but they're not having sex with you they are having sex with the goddess through you Mm -hmm. and you're serving as a vessel of the goddess so that the men can get the feminine frequencies that they need Mm -hmm. spiritually and that's what they told their wives when they came home from the whorehouse (laughs) (laughs) honey i was not having sex with another woman it was (laughs) a goddess so that i could get more feminine frequencies so that i could better relate to you i did it for you i'm sure that was was, said a lot (laughs) i think there was i'm sure there was a lot of that going on (laughs) So we just found out where the succubus and the incubus come from. They're the descendants of Lilith and demons in the desert. Yes. Okay. So here's what happens. The incubus and the succubus, they really are attracted to people that are extremely Christian, (laughs) such as nuns and priests. Oh, the succubus, the the female version of the spirit, is enters through dreams of the man and then creates a paralysis. Mm-hmm. And the incubus is the male ghost to the female human. And they have the intention to impregnate the female. And he will come to her and sleep and she'll feel a great weight bearing down on her and she can't move. Now, some women that this happens to, they freak out and they're like, Mm -hmm. ah, but other women that this happens to, they get into it and it feels it uh, by all accounts, ghost sex feels way more pleasurable than real, like human, human sex Mm -hmm. by all accounts. How many accounts are there? Are there so, so many. <laughs> okay. Um, the woman 
becomes pregnant by the ghost. Mm-hmm. And she gives birth to a what is known as a cambion. Oh. Now, a cambion is a human from what everyone can tell. Except they're just a little extra special. They are extremely sexually attractive, mm-hmm. sensual. They've been known to teleport, have healing abilities, and are generally just like extra awesome human from what everybody can tell. They're like, you know, the person like um, that comes in and lights up the party and everybody wants to have sex with them. Yeah. At any point, have you been curious as to how the incubus impregnates the woman? I mean, I feel like it usually happens when her husband's out of town. (laughs) (laughs) Mysteriously and conveniently. That's all I can get. (laughs) I'll give you the chain of how this whole impregnation takes place. Okay. The succubus, the female. So she (laughs) comes to the man and she gets his sperm and then she gives it to an incubus. What? And then the incubus uses the human man's sperm to impregnate the human female. Oh my God. (laughs) this is like the extremes that people went to to like cover their ass for infidelity back then and it's like before the golden age of science you could like kind of get away with this stuff right (laughs) that's what's happening i was like this explains like no really i'm just like mary right like okay how many marys can there be come on this is insane Another pregnant virgin. There's definitely a succubus, an incubus infestation in this town. Oh my God. Yes. Isn't it scary that it's like, it's like a long time ago, but not long enough ago to not be scary that like these are human beings mm-hmm. believing this. I know. Like, what do we believe? Yeah. That is the Insane. equivalent. That's a good question. It's a good question. To the succubus and incubus theory of conception. I can think of a few things, but I don't even feel like getting into it right now. Right. I think we both know something that we could both think about that people are believing bullshit about. Yeah. But how that vaccine's working. Sorry, I couldn't. Not working. (laughs) It's actually working to kill the people. That are not Christians, so that only Christians will be left on earth. It's actually working to kill the people that follow rules. Because I know that the one thing that the government wants are people that are rebels that don't follow any rules. (laughs) It makes perfect sense that the government would be persecuting all of the rule followers that believe the things the government's saying. Right. Good point. It's logic. Yeah. I mean, the only reason I said what I said is because I literally heard that exact conversation today. 
And I was frightened and disheartened. I mean, and just stunned, just stunned. But I would equate that to like a modern day incubus succubus mentality. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> the closest I can think of. Definitely. Apparently, <laughs> many people who, um, the majority of them are women, have sex with ghosts. While generally this happens, so here's kind of like a general idea of how the story goes. So you're laying down to take a nap, mm-hmm. or you've just laid down and you're in going to sleep, or you're waking, coming to and waking up. And all of a sudden, you feel a presence. Maybe you see a presence. You feel a lot of them talk about like, a sensation of of like a hand running up their leg to their thigh and then in between their thighs. Mm. And then the the people that go, hey, okay, this feels pretty good. <laughs> they have a good ghost sex experience. The people <laughs> that go, wait a second, I don't know what's happening here. Why does it feel like there's a hand going up my leg and I can't see anything? They get kind of freaked out and they're like, this is rapey, dude. Yeah. That's generally how it happens, though. It's like when you're falling asleep or waking up, a lot of people claim they were taking a nap. Mm-hmm. Naps. I need to take more naps. Mm-hmm. I don't really nap. Yeah. Naps are great, especially when you're trying to have sex with a ghost. Totally. <laughs> I need to make myself more available. <laughs> Free up my schedule for more naps. (laughs) So, is it cheating if it's a ghost and you didn't like they came to you? (laughs) I don't know. That's something to think about. It it just fell in, honey. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, okay. So, all these like the research that you've done and like these reports and experiences, is there Mm -hmm. like a general time range when it was like super prevalent? succubus and incubusing or like are there still people saying this happens to them yes or? but they're not there's the religious connotation has generally gone out of it mm-hmm. uh the succubus incubus thing um really seemed like it started gaining popularity in like the 1300s 1300s yeah oh, and wow. it was it was a lot happening with nuns or priests while they're now, napping I, the napping yeah. nun so I think it's I think they were using it as like oh my god a way to explain bodily fluids on sheets. Yes. That like I think that's just the whole story right there. <laughs> well, I was thinking of a way to explain pregnant nuns because we know well, that happened that. all the time. Yeah. yeah. And like my grandma already told the story, but my grandma's my grandma's stepdad or something was working on construction at some nunnery. And then, like, in the walls, there were, like, mm-hmm. babies. Yeah. Buried in the walls. Yeah. Because yeah. nuns are humans, and they have sex. Yeah. But they can't tell anyone that they're pregnant. And so, so a succubus is, like, an incubus is a great scapegoat. Yeah, totally. Wow. And <laughs> you said they're, they seem to be attracted to Christians, like, nuns and priests. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my god! Because they explain stained sheets mm-hmm. and unwanted pregnancies. Yeah, <laughs> two of the biggest problems of nuns and priests. 
<laughs> days of yore. I wonder why the napping is a big part of it, though. There's actually, there's quite a few ghost sex accounts from people. Now it's just sort of like, hey, a ghost came and had sex with me. There's even people that, uh, <laughs> like, talk about how they prefer dating ghosts. Dating? Where are gonna, you hearing I'm this? Not gonna, I'm not going to get into I'll just um. There's some woman that's like talks about dating ghosts. Dating ghosts. It was in like the Daily Mail or something, so I didn't oh really bother with it. Okay, I was so like, that's kind of really. like um, the Globe or what's that National Enquirer or something? It's like yeah, that. like weekly. Remember the Weekly World News? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't think they make those anymore. No, those were so great. So if you are dating a ghost and they quit texting you, are you human? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Dad joke. (laughs) There is. Oh my God. Okay. Oh my God. I said that. I love it. Okay. So the most likely explanation for spectrophilia is a form of sleep paralysis. Yes. Duh. <laughs> I mean, come on. So <laughs> I'm a fucking I do energy healing for years and mm-hmm. I don't believe this. <laughs> like now I'm not saying that like you can't have like oops. I'm not saying you can't have like a ghostly presence and that you could probably have some kind of like sexual experience. I'm not I'm not I mean, negating that that could happen. I just think that there's a explanation for it that is seems really easy and makes sense and is something that's very similar to what I've I've already experienced. Mm-hmm. It could have been misconstrued as ghost sex if I had been in the mindset to think that. What do I know this? Um, tell me later. Well, just that you know, there's been times when I was taking a nap or I oh. was asleep or I was falling asleep but I wasn't asleep quite yet where mm-hmm. I felt strange body sensations that like felt like maybe they were coming from outside of me or something like that yeah. and then I've also had times when I woke up where I was actually woke up like in the physical sensations of having sex mm-hmm. but but sort of I wasn't totally, I was in that half asleep, half awake stage. I had an orgasm, like a spontaneous orgasm. Mm -hmm. And I recall that happening and it did feel very like strangely like different and like more pleasurable or like more somehow, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is exactly what these people's descriptions of ghost sex are. Now, I was just in my regular house that wasn't creepy at all. Mm-hmm. But if I had been in a creepy house, yeah, would I have thought that I was having sex with a ghost? I can see. Yeah. Okay. I can see how that could be misinterpreted. Like, but then how do you explain, like, you can't really believe you got pregnant from the ghost, though. Well, That's absolutely. where I have to draw the line. No, I guess I'm saying, like, I don't believe in succubus and incubus mm-hmm. the way that they've been described. But I do believe that it could be possible to like have have a some kind of a sexual interaction with a ghost. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that that stuff didn't happen to the people that they said that it did. 
but I do think there's a really good explanation that is not ghost sex. Yes, I think I can see how it could be misinterpreted as ghost sex, like in the situation you're describing, if it was like the year 1300. Yeah, that does make sense. Or current. I mean, yeah, currently, I would hope that people would use more like uh, REM sleep disorder or sleep paralysis mentality, Mm -hmm. but I guess they don't. And so, well, because our bodies and minds like don't fall asleep at the same time. Mm-hmm. And in REM, your body's like basically in paralysis, but sometimes your mind can wake up and then that's sleep paralysis. Yeah. And a lot of times it's really scary for people and they even mm-hmm. will see like a figure. Yes. And, you know, these are things that are taking place in a laboratory setting. Yeah, like that really is happening and it is terrifying for people. Mm -hmm. I thank God I've never experienced it, but I've talked to like two people in the last two days that it's happened. Really? Yeah, like legitimate. Wow. People that are like my colleagues and they were like, you've never had it. And I was like, hell no. And they're like, it's terrifying. And they've had it like multiple times. And I was like, oh, my God, they're just talking about it like, oh, yeah. And then you feel like you can't move. and. I'm like, oh, my God, I would freak out because I've definitely seen like on all my ghost story things, people describing this and they're like, there was a presence holding me down. And it's Mm -hmm. like, no, it's just this. Mm -hmm. But without that information, I can totally see how it would be interpreted as like supernatural. Yeah, definitely. I believe in ghosts and that. Me too. That's Mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Like, I, Mm -hmm. you know, I can do I can do energy healing. And also think that you probably have sleep paralysis and that (laughs) you didn't just have sex with a ghost. Right. (laughs) Like our minds are capable of really amazing, insane, incredible things to the point that like we both might not even exist. Mm -hmm. The way that we are perceiving anything right now is existing in our realm. I mean, like it's infinite Mm -hmm. potential. Our spirit is infinite potential. I'm not going to negate people saying they had sex with a ghost. Although I will say that if you think you've been raped by a ghost, because there's mm-hmm. a lot of accounts of that kind of thing too. Uh, yeah. That like you might want to look into a logical explanation of like, or not logical, but you might want to look into like a material explanation mm-hmm. of what is my body doing when I'm kind of asleep but not really it's like you know whenever mm-hmm. you twitch yourself awake i body have twitches awake feeling like i'm falling i always well, that, feel like i'm falling and then i like jump my whole body jerks yeah i get that too well that's mm-hmm. because your mind is already asleep but your body hasn't caught up yet mm-hmm. so but that's I'm falling asleep <laughs> exactly yeah exactly so it's like that's like the other Mm-hmm. Uh, flip side of that how your mind and body aren't operating together when it comes to like how tired you are yeah and that people don't know that and it causes a lot of confusion mm-hmm. for when things like this happen hypnogogic and hypnopompic hallucinations <laughs> dr sarah what is that 
what is that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so hypnogogic is like when you're falling asleep. And I always remember it as like hypnoga, like going. So when you're going to sleep, when you're falling asleep, those are the hallucinations that you have. And then pop hypnopompic is when you're like popping up, waking up out of bed. Nice. That's how I remembered them. <laughs> so both of those times, people who have like no other mental health conditions can have like hallucinations and they can sometimes yeah. be like really intense or even really scary. Like my friend would have like scary, almost demon hallucinations when she woke up, but that was it mm-hmm. only for like a few seconds. And like, she had no other symptoms. And, and she like, mm-hmm. If I've learned anything in this world, it's that it's probably not demons. <laughs> That's good. But sometimes it is. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> That's crazy. So I like, I'm glad that you chose us as a topic because I've always heard of incubus and succubus. And like, I kind of knew, especially like a succubus. I thought of it as just like a spirit, like calling a man to have sex with them or something, but Mm -hmm. I never knew like the origins and the details. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know it was so like prevalent and like people actually gave accounts of it and like admitted to it and attributed pregnancies to it and things like that. Well, and it's not just like in our Western European cultures either. Mm -hmm. It's all like all around the world, cultures of all kinds have some sort of succubus incubus story. That's because every culture commits adultery and they need a way to cover their ass. (laughs) what i thought i mean sorry <laughs> i know <laughs> oh my God. it's so funny because like i believe all of this stuff but i'm also incredibly skeptical yeah like you have to be yeah <laughs> so this is where the lilith fair came from it's named in yeah. honor of this lilith mm-hmm. okay that's cool yes so do you want to hear about a few celebrities that have had ghost sex. What? Are you kidding me? No. Yes, I definitely. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, how about Bobby Brown? Ew, come on. From Tenderoni? Yes. <sighs> Tenderoni Bobby Brown. Okay. He said he... He was in his Georgia home, an old, you know, it was like a big old mansion. Mm-hmm. He woke up being mounted by a ghost. <laughs> mounted. And he wasn't high. Sure. And he said it was very vivid and very real and that he went along with it because it felt good. I mean, yeah. Anna Nicole Smith. Oh. And she was taking a nap and she. The naps. Mm-hmm. Yep. She was taking a nap and she woke up feeling a hand going up her leg. And she looked and there was no one there. And then at first she was like, ah, oh, what? And then she was like, it was like, oh, oh. So she just like went with it. She said she was like, hey, you know what? This feels good. Fuck it. I'm going with it. <laughs> That's not a direct quote. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then there is Kesha. 
the song <laughs> stress song stress <laughs> he actually has a song i'm not really familiar with kasha like I, yeah. I know who she is but i don't really know her music um but she has a song called supernatural mm-hmm. that is all about the ghost sex wow that she has and she said this is what she had to say about him i didn't know his name he was a ghost and he was great that's what she said <laughs> that's all she said well i'm sure she said other stuff but that was the only thing i wrote down I have to listen to this <laughs> she said <laughs> yeah there's like i'm sure if you listen to the song supernatural you would definitely get a lot more then there is lucy lou okay this is the first one where i'm like all right i kind of will believe this the other ones i'm like mm, mm-hmm. drugs yeah drugs 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 sex. right but Lucy Lou, she seems like she really has her shit together. Yeah, I would believe her. Yeah. What'd so she, she say? She said that she had been napping. Damn. <laughs> and she felt this presence come over her. I actually do believe this one. <laughs> she felt this presence come over her and she said it was sheer bliss. Something came down and it touched me. And now he watches over me. So is she describing it like a sexual way, though? Because yeah, she did. Okay. That was just, but the okay. quote that was kind of like the quote. I liked that quote though because mm-hmm. I was like, because now she feels like she has like a guardian angel kind of a thing. Wow. There's Dan Aykroyd. Oh, in, the in movie. real in real life. Wait, what? Well, okay. He is not. He didn't actually have sex with a ghost. Mm-hmm. But he uh, lived in Mama. I don't know if he still does, but he lived in Mama Cass from the Mamas and the Papas, mm-hmm. her old house. Apparently, that house is really haunted, like it was anyway before she even lived there or whatever. He woke up in his bed, and there was a ghost in his bed, and uh, they started cuddling. And he said that the ghost. He got the feeling that the ghost was gay, hmm. that it was a man like that wanted to cuddle, and he was like, "Oh okay. my gosh, he had a ghost cuddle!" Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. Anna ghost cuddler. Was that before the movie? Did that like inspire it? Well, okay, so Dan Aykroyd is a fourth generation spiritualist. Are you kidding? No, and he grew up in a household where there were just seances all the time. And um, his brother actually like wrote a book on like the spiritualist movement, like, and like the people in his family that were involved in that. So that's, you know, that's part of the inspiration for Ghostbusters. Yeah. That makes total sense. Now I had no idea. Mm -hmm. How do you know that? (laughs) I looked it up. Don't reveal your secrets. <laughs> I know. I do have one, one more. Okay. That is not a pleasant ghost story, but it does have like an ending that, you know, works out. Okay. So um, I don't know. I, I didn't really know who this was. I had to look her up, but so Ice T's wife. Oh, yeah. Coco. Coco. Coco Austin. She was like hanging out on the couch in a nighty. 
she suddenly felt the dress was moving up her leg and then she felt like a like a guy was starting to rape her yeah. but i mean it was like a ghost though you know mm-hmm. but it like felt like that ice tea came in to the room and then he like basically you know bullied the ghost and she didn't get assaulted well he bullied it so was she like hey i feel like there's a ghost attacking yeah. me right now she, and then she was, he like, was like get out of here mm-hmm. yeah hmm. she was like help me oh my god that's so, creepy yeah i thought that was pretty creepy but here's the other thing now isn't it funny that <laughs> i'm like the other people i'm like oh yeah that was sleep paralysis with coco i'm like <laughs> was this ghost raping her because mm-hmm. I'm going to believe the victim. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm not going to question Coco. Like, if she thinks she was getting raped by a ghost, I'm going to mm-hmm. believe her. Like, that's just how it is. Yeah. Even though these other people who had consensual ghost sex, I'm like, I don't know if I believe you or not. Like I said, like, I do think that it is possible. Now, see, the thing with Coco is that she was not napping. She was just hanging out on the couch watching TV. Yeah. So that's another thing where like the the situation was a little different. My God. Just a sample of celebrities who've had ghost sex. I never would have known that there were so many and that they would talk about it, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know. There were some other people too, but I didn't really know who they were. So 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 Dan Aykroyd, he had this to say about uh just about how he grew up and stuff so he said i am a spiritualist a proud wearer of the spiritualist badge he told psychic news in 2009 mediums and psychic research have gone on for many many years loads of people have seen spirits heard a voice or felt the cold temperature I believe that they are between here and there, that they exist between the fourth and fifth dimension, and that they visit us frequently, and that they visit us frequently. He also said that my mother speaks about a time when she was nursing me, and an old couple came to the end of the bed. The image faded away. She pulled out an album and saw that it was my great-grandfather, Sam and Jenny, his wife, coming to approve the new child. And then uh, John Belushi had said that whenever him and Dan Aykroyd would visit their Aykroyd's old farmhouse, like the family farmhouse, that uh, Dan Aykroyd would turn the lights off and wait for wait for his grandfather to appear <laughs> as a ghost. <laughs> Did so, it ever happen? I don't know. Again, like drugs. I know. I know. I mean, that's the problem with this stuff. Because, like, especially like Coke or any kind Mm -hmm. of speed, because when you stay up, when you get sleep deprivation, you can have hallucinations. Right. But I mean, I do believe in ghosts. If John Belushi, okay, if John Belushi tells me he saw a ghost, I'm probably not going to believe him. Mm hmm. He's a really fucked, you know, because he's like really fucked up on drugs. Right. I actually don't like Don Belushi. I don't think he's funny and I don't understand the appeal. Do I think like I John need Belushi? to revisit it because I 
don't really either. I know it's like, oh, I dressed as a bumblebee or something, and that was hilarious. And then, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I need to watch something hey, again and see what's up. I watched I watched some old Saturday Night Live, and I'm just like, I feel like John Belushi is the least funniest thing about mm-hmm. anything he's in. Like, I it's don't like, like the them. samurai. Yeah, exactly. And he just goes around like cutting stuff with a samurai yeah, sword. Oh. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I just, speak ill of the dead, but I sure. yeah. don't know. I've never been like, I want to watch a John Belushi movie and yeah. laugh my ass off or whatever. Yeah. I just don't get him. Yeah. Maybe there was. I mean, to be honest with you, it's kind of like Andy Kaufman to me. It's like, mm-hmm. is that. Maybe you just had to be there we'll like, in the moment of time. Andrew Kaufman, I totally get. And I actually do mm-hmm. think he's really brilliant. But I don't think if you're expecting comedy from Andy Kaufman where you laugh out loud in the moment, mm-hmm. you're going to be disappointed. If you're looking for comedy where like a week after you saw the thing <laughs> that he did makes you laugh hysterically, mm-hmm. then go go for Andy Kaufman because that's okay. like his humor. And I really like that humor, not all the time, mm-hmm. but I get it. And I like, I do see why he's a genius. But I also I understand. Like love it. <laughs> yeah. That's the ticket. <laughs> that's my favorite. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the ticket. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. But so, of all the stories, the celebrity stories, I feel mm-hmm. like Lucy Liu is the one that makes me be like, okay. Agreed. I could believe this is a thing. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> all I know is that I need to take more naps and see what happens. Yeah. I'm open. Well, I mean, I'm sure you'll report back to us and let us know how it goes. I will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If anything happens, I'll let you know. Awesome. Bye. Okay, go take a nap. Bye. Awesome. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Cover Your Eyes podcast. We love it when you subscribe, rate, and review. You can also visit our store on Redbubble at Cover Your Eyes podcast. On Patreon. We've got an after party every week where we tell all our secrets and answer the movie mysteries that keep you up at night. It's twice the melodrama and double the fun. Find it on patreon.com backslash cover your eyes. Oh, don't forget, if you have your own memories of this movie, let us know. Email us at cover your eyes podcast at gmail.com.